0: Welcome to the Making of a Diva podcast. I'm Erica Sherrick, your host. On this podcast, I aim to support individuals in overcoming life's challenges and remind you that you are not alone. Join me each week as I delve into the transformative journeys of myself and others who have made positive changes in their lives. Throughout these episodes, I'll explore various topics, including life transitions and empowerment. Life has a way of throwing unexpected curveballs that force us to reassess our priorities, relationships, and goals. How we navigate these transitions can greatly impact our personal growth and development. It is important to note that the discussions we have on this podcast draw from both my personal experience and those of my esteemed guests. However, please remember that our conversations are not a substitute for therapy or professional counseling. If you require assistance, we encourage you to reach out to a licensed professional. So take a moment to relax, settle in, and prepare to be inspired as we explore the transformative journeys that shape the making of a diva. Hey everyone, it's Erica. Today we're going to talk about procrastination. It's such a common struggle that so many of us experience at some point in our lives. And it can be anything from putting off a task to delaying a decision or avoiding responsibilities. And it can have a significant impact on our productivity and well-being. So. Today we're going to explore the underlying reasons on behind this behavior and shed some light on maybe how to help with your procrastination. And my procrastination. Um, last week, just as an example, last week I was supposed to record on Monday because that's what I do—is I record on Mondays to release on Tuesdays. And I, I didn't. I kept putting it off and putting it off. And if you know anything about. Procrastinating. Once you finally do it, you're like, "Oh, well, why did I? Why did I wait?" And you just kind of got into this. Um, I'm also in the middle of creating this course for um, my business, and I had been putting this off so long. And the reason that I was putting it off was more because. I was I didn't know where to start. I didn't know where it was gonna go. I didn't know if I should do it at all. I thought maybe it was a stupid idea and who who was gonna bother with this anyway and once I got into it, <laughs> I really started it kind of started really taking off and I I just kept going and kept thinking gosh I wish I had done this <laughs> you know a year ago. So there are we're going to look at roughly six reasons why people procrastinate. And the first one is is kind of a big one to me is the fear of failure. So When most of us are faced with a task or a challenge, we might hesitate to start because we worry about not being able to meet our own expectations or other people's expectations. The fear of making mistakes or being judged can paralyze us. And it just leads into this complete cycle of procrastination. This is what happened with this course. I was just, I was so worried about um, not being able to meet mostly my own expectations. I have very high expectations for myself. And I, I fear of failure is probably my biggest reason for not doing things. I almost didn't start this podcast because of the fear of failure. I, I was like, well, I don't have anything to say to anybody. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. And when I do talk about stuff, people are going to roll their eyes. They're going to think it's stupid. They're going to think, you know, who the heck is she to be even talking about any of this. But, you know, I just obviously I went ahead and did it anyway. And later on in the the podcast, we're going to talk about things to kind of get over these humps. So the second thing is lack of clarity and direction. So sometimes we procrastinate because we lack clarity and what direction we want to go to, into. So when we don't have a clear understanding of what needs to be done or how to approach a task, it becomes easier to postpone it. So without a solid plan or defined steps, we might feel overwhelmed and delay taking action on on said plans. So this is another big one for me. I you know for let's take the podcast i didn't know what direction i was going to go in i'm i'm kind of working through that um i just i didn't know where where it was going to take me i tend to be one of these people that i'm just going to do stuff and you know it'll change so this podcast might start out being one thing and and who knows where it's going to end up later on in life i don't know um same thing with this course that I'm doing. I didn't really know what I wanted to teach. I didn't know what I want my message to be. So I I finally sat down and I think I, I wrote seven different outlines trying to figure out what I wanted to do. So that was, you know, obviously I got over that hump as well. The third thing is instant gratification and rewards. Well, we live in a society that (laughs) we are wired to seek immediate rewards and instant gratification. And procrastination offers a temporary escape um, from the discomfort or the effort required to completing the task. So instead, we indulge in more enjoyable activities like watching TV or browsing Facebook and TikTok and, you know, doing everything else that we're not supposed to be doing. And because this desire for immediate gratification can overpower our long-term goals and contribute to the procrastination. This morning, I I have a week from hell coming up. Um, the first wedding of the season is on Sunday. And I have this to-do list like you wouldn't believe. And then I got a little... Um, kind of monkey wrench thrown in the other day that I have to do a site tour uh, two and a half hours away tomorrow because that's the only time everybody can do it. So I'm like, all right, so I sit down at my desk this morning, and instead of going right into what I need to do, I check social media, see what's going on. Somebody texted me, I had to respond to that right away, because that was like the most important thing for me to do. And then I had to, re- you know, I had to go talk to some other friends. And next thing you know, I'm researching, I don't know, some topic that has absolutely nothing to do with anything else. I I was supposed to do today so and I was like okay Erica you gotta you gotta focus here I mean like really you are totally I could spend the entire day watching stupid videos on social media versus what I have to do so I'm sure nobody else does that I'm the only one the fourth one that we're going to talk about is perfectionism um, I I I relate to this on so many levels. It the pursuit of flawlessness. And the fear of making mistakes can lead to the never-ending cycle of postponing tasks. So most people who procrastinate might believe that if they wait for the perfect moment or until they have all the resources that they need, they'll be able to produce better results. But this, this quest for perfection often results in missed opportunities and unfinished projects so I don't know if anybody else does this but um, like I do this with eating I I think my, my biggest procrastination is with eating right and exercising okay well You always have to start on a Monday because that's, you know, for whatever reason, that's timing. And then I've, I've done these things where it's like, well, it's the first of the month and it falls on a Monday. That's perfect. So that's when I'll start because all the stars are aligned and I will be able to succeed. And then, you know, five days into it, I've fallen off and I'm like, well, I can't do this again until the stars align again. So I have to wait for the next first of the first day of the month that falls on a Monday to start again. So that is, you know, everything has to be perfect. Um, I also do things like if I'm writing in my journal, I don't do this as much anymore, but I still do it. If I'm writing something out, and it's not perfect. I will go ahead and and start over again, and then I will keep keep doing it. And then if I keep messing up, I will stop because it's it's mustn't be the time. It, it's got to be, you know. Again, the stars aren't aligned. I'm not supposed to be doing this right now. So I find something else to do. So that's that's. Um, I am an only child, and I don't. I don't know. Um, I've read, and don't quote me on this, but it, like only children and the oldest tend to have more of a perfectionism issue. It seems um, I think because more is expected of them. When you're an only child you know, you are, you are the only one, you don't have anybody to blame things on. You don't have anybody to learn from. Um, It's all on you. So you also tend to hang out with adults more and, and, and you take on this um, maturity thing sooner than you should. And I'm not going to say that's everybody, but for most people, um, at least in my experience, that's what happened to me. Okay. So perfectionism. Um, The next one. Oh, the lack of motivation. (laughs) Sorry. Motivation plays a crucial role in our ability to overcome procrastination. So when we lack motivation, tasks seem dull, uninteresting, unrewarding. In the absence of a clear purpose or a sense of personal relevance can diminish our drive to take action which leads to procrastination so finding ways to cultivate this this motivation and connecting tasks to our values and aspirations can help combat this barrier well motivation um today it's raining outside It's cool and I have absolutely zero motivation to do anything other than crawl in my bed and binge watch TV. That's what I would like to do today because it's just... I don't, nothing that I'm doing today is is overly, except for the podcast. I mean, yes, I, I actually enjoy this, but most things that I have to do today, I'm not really interested in doing. It's things that I have to do. It's not things that I necessarily want to do. So, you know, that's that's another thing that we're going to talk about a little bit later on. And see how we can we can help that motivation. And the last thing we're going to talk about um, is overwhelm and poor time management. So when you feel overwhelmed or you have poor time management, you can it, it, it can can tribute significantly to that procrastination. So when you're faced with a long to-do list or a whole lot of responsibilities, you're going to struggle to prioritize and allocate your time effectively. So this can lead to a sense of being overwhelmed, which causes you to postpone tasks in an attempt to alleviate the pressure. So developing an effective time management strategy and breaking tasks into smaller manageable steps can help you overcome this challenge. So so note that procrastination is a complex behavior. Um, it's influenced by various psychological factors, and understanding why we procrastinate is the first step towards addressing and overcoming procrastinating. So by recognizing and addressing your fears, clarifying your goals seeking motivation, improving your time management skills, you can gradually reduce your procrastination and enhance your productivity. It's all about breaking the cycle. And it does require patience and self-reflection and a commitment in, in taking it in small steps. So what we're going to do now is we're going to look at at how to stop you're procrastinating and you know we all know that procrastination is frustrating it hampers your productivity and prevents you from reaching your full potential but with these steps and strategies and the right mindset we can overcome this tendency to become more productive and achieve your goals So let's look at some practical steps that can help stop procrastination and help lead a more productive and filling life. All right, so number one, let's identify the reasons. So to tackle procrastination effectively, it's important to identify what those underlying reasons behind it are. So reflect on what triggers your procrastination. Is it fear of failure? Is it lack of motivation? Is it feeling overwhelmed? Is it a little bit of everything? Once you understand these reasons, you can address them directly and find the appropriate solutions so you know let's let's take my motivation problem today you know i don't find um that a lot of the things that i have to do today are overly exciting now i know tomorrow i have overly exciting things to do so i know that after today things will be will be much better but I, you know, so just to give you, just to give you a little, little insight in my world. So on Mondays, I record podcasts, I edit podcasts, I schedule all my social media for the week. I've got to review some files on something that I've been working on nonstop, what I just want to go away. And so it's, it's... With me, I have to try to make a game out of it. So things that I don't like to do, I try to find a way to make it fun. And that kind of helps me to get my motivation up. So I might might find that I take a certain part of the day and do something that is fun, that is something that I want to do to put in between the things that I don't want to do to kind of make the day go by quicker or get me to the, get me through the day. Um, the second is to set clear and specific goals. If you don't have a clear specific plan and you have really vague goals, it can help contribute to that procrastination because there's a lack of clarity and direction Set goals that are measurable and attainable and break them down into smaller manageable tasks. Establish deadlines for each step. And this way, you'll have a clear roadmap and a sense of purpose to making it easier to take action on. So today, this week, I have all these things um, that I have to, they have to tackle. And instead of trying to kind of put them all in one day, I'm trying to do, okay. So today, um, so for instance, I have to make table numbers. And so yesterday my goal was I'm going to cut the wood and stain stain the wood. That was my goal for yesterday. Very, you know, very straightforward. Today, I'm going to print out all the numbers and everything that goes with them. So that's my goal today. Tomorrow, I'm going to assemble all of everything. So that way, you know, I don't feel overwhelmed and it's very clear and precise on what I need to do then i have this sense of accomplishment for each of those days so with that goes prioritize and plan effective time management is a big deal um helping with procrastination so when you pri- prioritize your tasks based on importance and urgency you know create a to-do list um, to organize everything. You know, there's bazillion productivity tools out there. And if you're, you know, a techie and like to do that stuff, then by all means, if it helps you, do it. But break larger tasks down into smaller actionable steps and then, you know, set specific time slots for each task. And that way, if you have a structured plan, it'll help you stay focused and motivated. So again, today, you know, I I have all these huge big projects and one of the things that I used to do a lot was um, when I made to do lists I would put like everything that I had to do on on a piece of paper and then I would check it off as I as I went along well it became overwhelming. And I'm like, how am I supposed to get all this stuff done? Like, I I can't. So what I do is on Sundays, I write down everything that I need to do for the week. And then I take the most important things and when the due dates are, and I do those accordingly. So um, today, I have to get some signs. Um over to the printer. So that was kind of my, you know, over the weekend, it was review, review the, it's a seating chart. And the first step was to get the seating chart over to the client for approval. The second was to make any adjustments and changes. And that was yesterday. And we made all the adjustments and changes. It was finally approved. And then today I have to go through and review all of it to make sure that everything's lined up. Everything looks exactly the way it's supposed to. All the names are are spelled correctly. Everybody's assigned to the right table. Um, and then tomorrow morning i send it over to the printer so you know that's kind of that that's kind of a big important thing that i have to get done because if i don't if i wait and i don't get it to the printer until wednesday i'm not going to have it in time for sunday it's just not going to happen and then people will be very upset so um, you know, look at your due dates, try to figure out what can be put off. Um, I finally had to set with the course that I'm I'm creating that, you know, I finally got going on it. I have, you know, the first step was to do an outline of the course and then to write the course. And I've been putting it into the platform, but then I'm going to record the course And I set a due date so that I don't procrastinate, so that I'm held responsible for what I need to do. So that's my, I've got to-do lists all over the place because it's kind of who I am. But, you know, just to give you some ideas. Um, The next thing is overcoming perfectionism. Perfectionism Leads to procrastination a lot because we wait for that perfect moment, the perfect conditions, or you know, that fear of making mistakes. I do this a lot, but you have to embrace the idea that done can be better than perfect and understand that mistakes are a part of the learning process and that taking Imperfect action is better than no action at all. So if you adopt the mindset of progress over perfection and give yourself permission to make mistakes along the way, that's going to help move things along. Now, my first thing is, well, there's some things that I do that perfection has to be over um, action because take this seating chart it's this balance i have to you know i have to have things done by a certain time but i can't rush through it and i i kind of went the opposite way i used to be very meticulous and i would take my time and not finish things because everything needed to be exactly perfect well, then something happened in my life and I'm, I'm not sure what. Then all of a sudden I was just rushing through things and I came through this, Well, oh, I just need to get it done. Well, when you're working with clients and you're working with certain things, um, you need to, things need to be perfect. Things need to be exact. So I'm not saying that, done is better than perfect in everything done is better than perfect in general in a general sense so for instance cleaning the house okay cleaning the house is kind of a big is a big thing for me so what i do is like, okay, you know what? I'm not gonna clean perfectly. I'm just gonna get going because I gotta I gotta just I have to pick up stuff because it's just bad. So once I get going, then you know, it kinda builds this this momentum. And then next thing you know, I'm scrubbing baseboards. So, you know, sometimes just getting going and not worrying about the perfectionism at first helps to get to that and 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 gets you um gets you going and and being able to to complete things if that makes sense all right manage distractions i am queen of silver shiny things you have to identify distractions you have to minimize distractions that can pull you away from what you have to do turn off your notifications on your phone close unnecessary browser tabs and create a designated workspace free from distractions if certain activities or habits are consistently distracting to you consider you know consider time blocks or using an app that restricts access to distracting websites during your focused work periods. So, um, I have an iPhone and I got an iPhone. I was a, I was originally an iPhone person. And then I went to galaxy and and then I went back to iPhone because the iPhone had this, and I don't know, maybe galaxy has it not too, but iPhone has this, you know, this focus time. And I had started doing all my work in blocks. Um, I have a timer that I set that, It's, you know, I do hour increments where I am going to do one task only during this time and that's it. I am not going to, you know, if my phone rings, I'm not going to answer it. If a notification comes up, it can wait. If an email you know if somebody's emailing me, it's fine. They can wait twenty minutes. It's not like you know, nothing that I do is life or death. So you know people people can wait a little bit. and that was one of the things I really had a hard time um, realizing that I didn't have to respond to people right away. so i I really started doing the time blocking. And for the most part, it helps. Now, I did that with my phone where I would turn off notifications and I wasn't able to use my phone between nine o'clock at night and seven o'clock in the morning. Well, I'm laying there at night. And of course, you know, you have the ability to turn it off. So I will turn it off because I still want to do things, even though it's past the time that I said that I was going to do it. I have like... It just I'm a mess, so I I have to get back to that and and really <laughs> and really use it and stop turning it off. So distractions are a huge thing. You know I work from home. I've got animals that like to race through the house during times of the day, which then of course I get distracted, and then I take the dogs out, and the next thing you know I'm outside doing things. So you know trying to trying to rein it in there. Um, but use the tools that are going to work for you. And it might take you, I don't know, a half a dozen things to try before you find something that works right for you. Um, For me, time blocking does work. Um, So just go with whatever works. Okay, so now we're gonna talk about, see, look at segue into time blocking. Time blocking, for those of you who aren't real sure what it is, It involves scheduling specific time slots for different activities during the day. So you have dedicated blocks of time for work, for breaks, for leisure activities. And um, there's a thing called the Pomodoro Technique, which is a time management method, which involves working in 25-minute intervals followed by a short break. I kind of do a little bit of both and you have to experiment with, you know, a lot of these, these techniques to see what works for you. I don't do 25 minute intervals. Like I said, I'm... I'm an overachiever. I kind of do an hour. I try to do 45 minutes, but um, I have to set that because if I don't set the time that says, okay, you're going to work for this amount of time, I will go through the entire day sometimes and I won't eat. I won't do anything. I will sit at my desk literally all day long and, you know, do nothing like I'm supposed to so but the time blocking if you saw my calendar (laughs) it's really kind of funny um you know I have you know this is when I'm going to eat breakfast this is when I'm going to go for a walk this time I'm going to work on you know, my events. This time I'm going to have lunch. This time I'm going to, you know, take a break outside. Um, This time I'm going to work on, you know, business stuff. So I break it down and each, at the end of each day, I kind of look at the day, the next, the following day and see where I am and what I need to do. And if I need to add things, if I need to move stuff around. And I move stuff around a lot because initially, you know, it it might all work, but, you know, things come up and you have to kind of rearrange your schedule. So at the end of the day, I'll kind of look at at my my blocks and see what things look like and if that's going to be a realistic um, schedule for me. The morning, that morning, it's like the first thing I do is look at my calendar and say, okay, reality, what's happening here? And I do try to give myself more time than usually needed, just so that, you know, if a task is supposed to take an hour, I might give it an hour and a half. And if I get done early, then that's break time for me so that I can kind of, you know, take a break and and relax and do something get my head out of work for a little bit okay the next thing is cultivate self-discipline and accountability ha so developing self-discipline is kind of a big thing to overcome um, procrastination you have to hold yourself accountable for your actions by setting the deadlines and tracking your progress, you know you've probably heard this a bazillion times, but you know share your goals and your progress with with other people. You know whether that be a friend, a mentor, um, a, an accountability partner, just so that you have that external support and encouragement. So with this, it was it's interesting because. I would, you know, Facebook and social media and you have these people who they're like posting all this stuff and you're like, oh my God, you're oversharing, why? And at first it was like really annoying to me. I'm just like, yeah, we don't care that you're working out at five o'clock in the morning. That's great, good for you, I'm happy. Um, I think that's wonderful that your plate's filled with green things. That's That's good for you. But I finally realized that people are doing this as an accountability tool they're using social media to use it for accountability and I was like oh well that's why so I'm I don't like to you know I don't want to I don't like to like bother people with with stuff that I do a lot and sometimes I do and sometimes I don't but you know uh, with my diagnosis And some of the things that I do, I actually have a group on Facebook specifically for accountability stuff. So, you know, when I'm trying to eat right or eat the right things or exercise, there's a specific group that I have that that's what we do. You know, we we encourage each other. We um, if we're having a tough time, we let each other know And we check in with each other. That's, you know, but I don't put it out to like the entire world. But that's, you know, that's me. And some people, you know, I'm not saying that it's right or wrong. Some people need to tell the entire world in order to be accountable. That's what they need. That's what helps them. So, you know, you have to find a tool and an action that helps you, um, be accountable and have that that self discipline. So, you know, find whatever works. So the last thing we're going to talk about is intrinsic motivation. Ooh, what's this? So you need to connect the task to your values, your passions, and your long term goals so visualize the rewards and the benefits of completing your tasks and remind yourself of the meaningful impact they'll have on your life so when you when you find the intrinsic motivation you can generate the drive necessary to overcome your procrastination i'm still working on this like i know that to keep myself healthy and to keep myself on the right path from from getting sick and and all this stuff I need to get enough sleep I need to eat right I need to exercise and that is you know that's part of my long-term goal I mean I have a passion for living so I would like to do that um, so I, I'm I haven't mastered that yet. That's one part that I'm still working on. A friend and I created a company. We sat down one day and you know, she's a planner, I'm a planner, and we live in different states, and we were trying to figure out like where do we want our business to go? And we had no idea. We, we were kind of, um, we were lost. We were, we were just beat down, unmotivated. So like, I didn't want to do any events anymore. I just wanted to not do any of that. So we really sat down and talked about, you know, what are our values and what are we passionate about and what do we want to what do we want to happen in the long run you know so we sat down and and we we came up with this plan and boy did it light a fire under our butts because ever since you know we figured out the direction that we want it to go and why we wanted to do it and how we were going to do it. It was like, it just took off like wildfire. It was crazy. So, you know, it, it does generate the drive. So if you can, if you can find, um, I know finding your passion is a whole nother thing. And maybe, maybe, maybe we'll do that next week. I'm going to write that down. Um, Because finding your passion is difficult. Um, Trying to figure out how to connect things to your values. And some people, you know, you might even not know, you might be confused on what your values are. So, you know, stopping procrastination really does require a combination of awareness, -awareness, self-awareness, effective planning, and consistent effort. You can't just decide, okay, well, today I'm going to do this, but I'm not going to do it tomorrow because I just don't feel like it because, well, that's procrastinating. So by understanding the reasons behind your procrastination, making sure that you set clear goals, managing your time efficiently and effectively, staying focused, you can change and break free from this habit so embrace the strategies that we've talked about remember that overcoming procrastination is a gradual process and it requires lots of patience lots of self compassion just start with small steps today and you'll start to witness that positive change every single day, it'll just kind of add up and it'll start to unfold. If, if you're going to take any tasks from this, pick one thing that you've been procrastinating about and just do one thing to, to try to change that. Um, if that's identifying, well, why, why am I procrastinating about this? Take that as your first step, you'll get there. Thank you for listening. If you have any comments, uh, we do have a Facebook group called Making of a Diva that you can join and get in on the conversation. If you'd like to contact me directly, you can email me at hello at com. you can go to ericasherrick.com and send me a message through there if there's just anything that you're unsure of you want to talk about or that i said that you're like no <laughs> that's not right i want to hear about it have a fantastic rest of your week and maybe that's what we're going to do is finding finding your passion next week all right Thank you so much.